stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots, the KC Commentary. We the people are back once again. This is the Sean Casey Show podcast for Patriots, the Casey Commentary. Today's episode, Weed Killer. As uh, you've heard in previous episodes, I've talked about the potential uh, for the connection between SSRIs, that stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, that have, and these are the Zolofts and the Paxils and the Prozacs. I mean, look, we've always had guns in our society, and yes, there have been a few school shootings in the past, going all the way back to the 1700s, by the way, uh, but uh, not as, uh, not in such greater numbers and frequencies. And really, when Prozac and its cousins came on the market in 1987, uh, the first big mass shooting that everybody remembers is uh, Columbine in uh, 1999. And, of course, there has been several in, um, in the ensuing decades. And so a lot of it has to be young males, uh, not all of these mass shootings. Some of them are like the Vegas was a, I think a guy was uh, 50 or 60 years old. Well, some of these other shootings have been by older, but they're usually men. Very few women commit these kinds of acts. There have been a few, uh, but usually men. And these school shooters like Sandy Hook and like Uvalde and uh, like Oxford uh, in Michigan, uh, they're all young. They're usually uh, somewhere in that uh that age of uh, 17 to, to 25 years of age. And what we do know with the SSRIs is that uh, they um, they can really mess up brain chemistry. That whole chemical cocktail of uh, you putting these kids on Ritalin or Adderall and uh, something else, and then, of course, uh, Xanax is involved there, and, and they're on these uh, extremely powerful uh, antidepressants, or SSRIs as they are called, and it can wreak havoc with their brains. Not all. Uh, but but some are more vulnerable. I guess it depends on chemistry, depends on genetics, and uh, on each individual. But it's enough to where it should be investigated, and it hasn't been. But there's another angle now that has started to uh, surface, and that is the role of cannabis or the tetrahydrocannabinol or THC found in marijuana uh, or cannabis. And there have been a number of studies let me just, uh, Alex Berenson, of, uh, formerly of the New York Slimes, had a great piece on Substack the other day in which, uh, again, uh, the New York Slimes wrote about the Uvalde shooter, and I quote, and Ms. Rodriguez recalled he would often talk about how much he despised his mother and grandmother, whom he told her did not let him smoke weed or do what he wanted. In the early editions of that article, the weed was left in. They later deleted it. Now, why? That's a good question. Any Ark Slimes isn't answering. And this is only one case, obviously. It could be an outlier, except it really isn't. Let's review. Nicholas Cruz, the Florida high school shooter at the Parkland, was a heavy uh, weed user and told the police detective who interviewed him that he'd heard voices. Devin Patrick Kelly who shot up a Texas church and killed 26 people about five years ago, had THC in his system when he died. Kelly also had anti-anxiety drugs like uh, Xanax or Clonopin. Uh, that's what they uh, they used to try to tamp down the paranoia. 
Uh, Daryl Brooks Jr., the Waukesha Christmas Parade murderer, he is a self-described stoner. Meanwhile, in cities like Portland, Oregon, they have suffered an explosion in violence following the legalization of cannabis. Portland had 16 murders in 2013. That's it, 16. That's the year before voters in Oregon approved full legalization of weed. Last year, they had 90. And this year, they're on pace to even have more. Denver recorded its highest number of homicides since 1981. Again, as arguments, domestic violence, and drugs fueled the killings. Here's what we know. Uh, the legalization of cannabis is not only or even the main driver of this new American violence. However, we do know that it has a role, and it's becoming increasingly more obvious to anyone who cares to look. Uh, cannabis causes psychosis, and psychosis causes violence. A recent issue of American Journal of Psychiatry contained new research data, and uh, they basically did a study of Army, uh, Swiss, Swedish Army conscripts, and they were asked about their drug use. Those who had used cannabis more than 50 times were six times more likely to develop schizophrenia over the next 15 years than those who had never used it. Six times more likely. Uh, other research indicates that uh, there are twofold increases in psychotic outcomes for typical cannabis users and almost fourfold increase for the heaviest users compared to non-users. In another study of nearly uh, 3,700 adolescents, ages 13 to 16, there was a clear association of cannabis use frequency with increased psychotic symptoms and vice versa. So it is now becoming painfully obvious there is a complex link between cannabis use and psychosis. Uh, In a neurological study recently, we find out that There is a transition that occurs between heavy use of cannabis into psychosis. Cannabis is involved in 50% of the psychoses. Uh, Schizophrenia and other uh, schizophrenic form of psychoses as well. Cannabis is a known risk factor for schizophrenia, although we don't understand the exact neurobiological process as of yet. Studies are being done uh, to... um, to see if they can find that link. There is a link. We don't know the cause as of yet. Dr. Daniel Amen, uh, he has been studying this. He's a psychiatrist and brain disorder specialist. Here is uh, what he said uh, recently about uh, cannabis uh, and, uh, and psychosis and what he found uh, also in the brain of young children whose mothers were heavy weed users. One of the things I've thought about is as marijuana has been legalized, um, dramatic increase in babies born with marijuana in their system, which can cause long-term trouble in their brain. So if you're coming into this world and your brain is sort of misfiring or miswired based on your mother's use of THC, uh, based on who knows, secondhand smoke, don't know how it's being ingested. People are doing edibles now. And the weed today, the weed today is is super concentrated than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Dr. Amen also said, quote, uh, in an email about murder, uh, the brains of these murderers and, and methamphetamine as well as another 
expected drug that can cause this kind of uh, snapping, if you will. He said for happiness and a healthy sense of drive, dopamine needs to be balanced. Too much or too little of it causes problems. For example, too much dopamine has been associated with agitation, obsession, or compulsions, psychosis, and violence. Of the more than 100 murderers, more than 100 murderers who had brain spect imaging done at the Amen clinics, nearly half of them committed their crimes when they were on methamphetamines, which raises the brain's dopamine levels. So clearly, drugs are involved here, whether it be SSRIs, cannabis, methamphetamines, uh, or all of the above. Instead of blaming the inanimate object and always going after the gun, it's time for the American people to demand of their representatives and their legislators take a second look at the legal weed in some of these states and the damage it is doing to young people and to babies. Take a look at the damage that drugs are doing overall, uh, SSRIs included, and let's start uh, you know, finding out what's causing these kinds of uh, breakdowns and meltdowns in our young people, especially young men. Uh, because uh, not just the weed, uh, but some of these other drugs are turning them into psychotic killers. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us for the KC Commentary Weed Killer, today's episode. Don't forget, new episodes drop next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you for downloading and uh, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It really does help us spread the word. And once you have a great weekend until Monday's episode, remember to stay free.